Hi, my name's Chuy Gonzalez, and I'm drinking at most. All right, everybody, taking time out before we get this show started, that uh, I want to thank Reaper Apparel for having Drinking Mo's be a brand ambassador for their clothing line. They got good stuff. They got t-shirts. They got hoodies. They got beans. They got lots of great stuff, encouraging everybody to break out of their comfort zone, live their best self, and Hey, it's something I try to live every day. Now, be sure when you go and you're finishing filling out your order, use the code Drinking at Mo's, get 10% off, and the link and the code will both be in the description. Let's fucking go. All right, everybody, welcome to Drinking Mo's. Big Mo here. You know the drill. YouTube, like, subscribe, share, comment, all that good stuff. Because that YouTube algorithm is a pain in the ass. We are most places you can find the uh, audio podcast, too. Today, I'm excited to have with me out of, what was it? Arizona, right? Yep. Chewy Gonzalez, how you doing? Doing good, brother. How about yourself? Oh, I can't complain. I The promotion that just had ronda rousey on last night wrestling revolver i'm going to a show of theirs here in a couple weeks closer to me so i'm i'm excited they got some good stuff planned i i've developed some friends there so i'm pretty excited to get to see and hang around them again no that's nice that's nice that's good First thing I like to start off with everybody with is what got you started as a fan and then what made you decide to, you know, make that leap into the business? So this, I want to say around 2008 or nine, um, when I was little, I would always, I would always watch uh, WWE and YouTube. It was never like on that year or that day. It would always be mixed up of what happened like years before or a year after year before um the first the first wrestler that really got me you know hooked into it was the undertaker mm. with this character um all that crazy stuff and then it went into you know ray mysterio with his high mm. flying his mask yeah. and then john cena <laughs> uh, oh. randy orton you know list goes on and on around that era and when it comes to me going into it I originally wanted to start training back around 2019, I want to say. And at the time, I was 16. And that reason was, at the time, there's a time where I stopped watching wrestling for, for a bit. Mm. And I got I kind of got back into it later on. And I don't know, it just, it just clicked to me. I'm like, maybe this is something I want to try out. Maybe this is something I really want to do. Because around that time, I was also thinking, what what is it I want to do with my life? You know, mm. late once once I grow up, what what is it I want to do? So, I started looking around, looking if there's any schools here in Arizona, and, and lucky enough, I found one, and there's a youth academy. And <laughs> I told my mom about it, mm. and she was not happy. <laughs> I yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, she was not happy about that, so she she told me no, and I, I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of sad about it, but you know. I was still in school, so 
Yeah. I did I did wrestling in high school. I did football for like one year there too. And even around that time, I was still thinking in my in my mind, like, this is something I'm gonna wanna do. Once I turn 18, once I get the money, all right, I'm gonna go for it. And it didn't happen until last year in July. Before then, actually, I was, you know, going through Instagram and I saw the ad of that same school. Hmm. And I'm like, well, I have the money now. I'm about to turn 18 in a month. Why not give it a shot? And so then right there, I did a tryout. And ever since then, been been working. Going at it. That's awesome. And, you know, not only you're still relatively young and i mean hell this is coming from a 40 year old right now but <laughs> that, that's a whole nother story but like especially right now there are a lot of great young talent out there getting their starts relatively young i i've been lucky enough to have well one huge one off the Oh, excuse me. I like my Dr. Pepper, but it gives me the burps like crazy. <laughs> Billy Starks. I've actually been lucky enough to have her on. And God, this was like, I'm wanting to say right after she got out of her junior year of high school. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I've been hearing them like, oh man you know, constantly dreaming up, okay, who's some big names out there that I could possibly get. And I keep on hearing about Billy Starks and I'm seeing the matches and stuff. And I'm like, that would be awesome. And then she mentioned concentrating more on school, understandable. So yeah. said to get a hold of her after, you know, the school year is over. Boom, we got it done. And I think right now, one of, at least on YouTube, one of my top 15, 20 episodes out of damn near 200 now. Oh, wow. So I guess what I was trying to lead into there, what is it like for you being young in the business, mixing it up with, you know, people that have been in now some maybe just about as long as you've been alive <laughs> well um it's it's quite an experience like because like when i started training um there's some people around my age some a little older um i want to say the oldest i've wrestled was clutch big money clutch from vegas mm -hmm. I, I want to say he's oldest. I'm not 100% sure. Um, and, you know, with his experience, uh, him guiding me. Um, and then when it comes to my trainer, too, Charles. Ah, yeah. Obviously, he's, he's been doing this for over 10 years. Uh, oh, yeah. getting, getting to pick his brain, learn from him. Mm -hmm. um, so when it comes to, like, getting guys or, that have those years of experience, is I've been... I want to say I've been lucky <laughs> yeah. to have those people around me and, you know, be able to guide me. Oh, that that's definitely a wealth of knowledge there, bringing up uh, Charles there, former guest of mine. I was very happy to have him on. And, well, I had 
my notes arranged here a little differently, but since we're on the topic of him, we'll jump right into stuff with IZW, which, I mean, with my, you know, talking to him and a few other people been coming familiar with, and they, him in particular, just coming off of apparently, I guess, his last match. Yep. So what's it like for you being a part, you know, obviously you have that connection with Charles Cassis and, you know, getting to, I guess, is that considered like your home promotion? So, uh, yeah, I was there that night uh, of his last match and it was, it was a big emotional night and, but it was also a, a very heartwarming for me, at least, I know it's probably heartwarming for him too. You know, we had Bryce Saturn there. Mm. We had we had uh, Akira Gonzalez, Damien Zire, me, like his kids. We're all there together, uh, there to support him. And I mean, we got to hang out after the show too. Got some pizza. <laughs> yeah. Um, and when it comes to ICW, it yes, it is. It is my home. I mean, it's here in Arizona. I started there. Um, I started there in August, and my debut match with them was in September. And I mean, ever since then, I've been um, very grateful for the opportunities I've been I've been getting from them, um, and being being able to work with them. I mean, even when I was still training, I would go to their shows, help help set mm-hmm. up, see how it is they they work around, you know, yeah. how how it is they do things. They they do pretty solid from what I've been able to keep up with. And Charles, he also has another thing in wrestling that, uh, God dang, Dr. Pepper burps again. All right. <laughs> Anyways, Charles has another thing that he has when it comes to the business, wrestle drag. And you've been yes. involved there too, which, I mean, okay. I have had, some people that, you know, when they look right at me, they probably wouldn't guess that I would be accepting of that, you know, drag shows and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, that community. And I always just tell people, you know what, if you're wanting to watch my show, you're my kind of people. I don't care how you identify as long as you're happy, you're being a good person, we're cool. Yeah. So, and when I talked to him about Wrestle Drag, it was like, he he brought it up. And I'm like, yeah, that is, that's an interesting concept because, you know, drag shows, you're competing for, you know, the cheers of the crowd, wrestling, you get the yeah. same sort of concept. Yeah. What's it been like for you there? So... Um, for WrestleDrag, for me, the first show I I went to, it was, this was when I was still also still helping out. Um, it was their last, their December show last year, and that was honestly my first drag show. So being able to like watch it, experience it, see how it is they work, <laughs> it, it's it's quite it's really interesting. I mean, and I'm still learning a lot when it comes to the community, and you know, um, it's been nothing but fun and my first show there with them was in june you know their biggest crowd they've had um and that was quite an experience for me too i was 
really nervous <laughs> that that, that whole night. And so, and the last show we did was at uh, Charlie's here, Charlie's in Phoenix. Uh, it's a bar. Even that was also a fun experience, you know. And for me, um, again, I'm still learning a lot more when it comes to the uh, the community, uh, when it comes to drag queens. And it also made me realize, you know, the similarities. You know, yeah. I, I know he's he said, you know, the similarities of drag and wrestling. You know, they dress up, perform. Exactly what we do. <laughs> you know, I'm in, I'm in my underwear performing in front of people <laughs> wearing high boots. Yeah, pre- pretty much. You know, I, <laughs> it, it, it was it was funny when we were talking about it because I'm like, you know what? I guess I never really thought of it like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you really sit down and think of it. You start noticing those similarities and you're like, okay. I Like, I know... My wife, she took me to a drag brunch once, and I was just like, oh, God. <laughs> like, oh, geez. It was like my first one, and I'm like, yeah. oh, God, what is this going to be like? And then I'm like, just sitting back laughing, having a good time. Is like one, I think they could tell that it was my first one, yeah. because... They some of the drag queens there started coming around at the table that my wife and I were at and messing with me, and I'm like, <laughs> "You're funny." Oh yeah, even even in the locker room, I, I I've shared you know I've shared a locker rooms with drag queens, and I've got to got to know them, got to talk with them, meet them, yeah. and honestly, just love them. <laughs> oh yeah, there's some. There's some pretty great people. I know, hell, professional wrestling even has somebody, uh, Poyo Del Mar, manager of champions, as they, they like to uh, call her. And hell, just about everywhere she goes, people love her. She's yeah. awesome. I've, I've been lucky enough to get to interact with her little bits here and there but nothing but great things nothing oh, yeah. but great. now you also are getting ready to make your debut in the, another lucha libre promotion if i'm remembering right uh lucha vods lucha vods i already yeah. already already uh, already oh, did my debut that one that one already happened okay yes. cuz i was seeing that and I'm like, okay, I want to ask about this, but I guess the date kind of slipped past me there. Yeah. <laughs> How was that for you? Um, it was a good experience, actually. Very fun. Uh, I've I I followed uh Boz uh even before that, you know, got to see some of his stuff, his work, and you know the festivals he does, awesome. And you know, originally I really wasn't gonna be in it, and then uh he he messaged me like. Like a couple of days beforehand, he's like, "Hey, you know, are you free to work this day?" And thankfully, it was the day after the IZW show, so I told him, "Yeah, of course. Just let me know what time, what it is you want me to do." And you know, I got a match against uh, Aguilar, and you know, even beforehand at the festival, just walking around the vendor, the the vendors, um, it was a lot of fun. Got to eat some amazing food, <laughs> and <laughs> the food was good. Keep in mind. Um, 
and, you know, got to, and the fans there too, you know, got to interact with them, be mean, <laughs> got to yell at one fan, you know, he was really on, he was really on me. <laughs> that That's awesome because, you know, I can understand making a debut for a promotion that, I mean, you might be familiar with, but when it comes to, you know, that's your first time out in front of that crowd, you might be yeah. like, oh, okay, how are they going to react to me being out here? Yeah, that's pretty, much, how, that's pretty much what I expect every uh, every every show I go to, um, especially when whenever I would go to Texas. You know, the first time I went there, you know, I was uh, I was pretty nervous. I mean, I'm always nervous every match I, I go into, but um, just that night, because, you know, different crowd is not mm. it's not here in Phoenix, you know, it's yeah. different states in, in El Paso. So I don't know how it is they're going to react. I don't know how they're going to, you know, take to me. Yeah. Um, but every, every, every time I go out there, do my thing, you know, I would always, I would always get the reaction. Uh, sometimes not the one I want, sometimes the one I really want. But, you know, as long as I, I get something from the crowd, that, that's what, that's what it is uh, that, that, that I want. No, that, that is the thing that I can imagine everybody, you guys all want, whether it's cheering, booing, whatever, you're getting that reaction out of them. So yeah. you're doing your job there. And one thing that I guess I didn't really realize here, like I know everybody talks about the uh, PWI 500, you know, that many wrestlers. And then I guess the last couple of years, I started noticing, you know, them doing like black wrestlers. There's the one that, you're on actually the Hispanic Latino wrestler 500. What was it? I got the number here 398, which I mean, that is pretty awesome to get that recognition. I mean, anywhere on that list is pretty awesome. No, oh, yeah. Um, when, when I saw the list, I mean, I was just going over it, I wasn't really expecting like me to be on it. And then once yeah. I saw, I was uh. 398 I was like oh and it was just the number itself I wasn't really expecting like around there it was at least like you know 400 but the fact that one again I was on that list and I was 398 you know really it really meant a lot to me you know it might it might not seem like a lot but you know to me it it did it didn't mean a lot oh I and the fact that the fact that he um Brian put me on the list you know, again, very, very thankful for that. No, and... I can imagine. Yeah, you you might not be expecting it right away. You know, looking like, oh yeah, it would be cool if I was on there. But it's like, eh, one of those were like me. <laughs> like I'm, I might be my own worst critic. Yeah. So it'd be like, oh, if there was like a list of. Well, for podcasters, that I'd be like, "Oh, it'd be cool if I were on there," but I'm not expecting it. And then, yeah. you, like, if you like for you, you were able to actually see your name on there. Got to be a cool feeling. No, it was a cool feeling for sure. And like, I was, I see some of the some of the guys that um, I'm friends with on that list too. You know, I saw Steve Alikin on it, I saw Lorenzo on it, and you know, again, you know, this I'm still I'm not even you know a year in because um, I started back in April. So the fact that I I'm on that list around the time I've I've been doing this, you know, again, means a lot to me. 
Well, I can understand, and that is a big honor already. Oh yeah, I didn't awesome. know he. I didn't even know he knew me. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's 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 amazing. All right, now I have two categories here that I kind of like to round stuff off with. One's a bit of a name game, where I name off some wrestlers. I try to theme it towards the guests as much as possible, and you know, figuring we talked a little bit about the Hispanic Latino you know, the Lucha Libre culture, each of these guys is, well, I think each of them were actually on that list with you. Mm. All right. One first one here, you know, like I said, you give me the name, you give me quick thoughts on the person. This first one, I actually got to see him live once at a, AEW Dynamite taping against Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. Talking about the Kingo. The Kingo. So I've seen a lot of his clips, especially during on Facebook and Instagram. I mean, before then, I didn't really know, know much about him. Once until I saw, you know, the little clips of him doing the three six, the the yeah. six thirty uh, splash on people onto tables. I'm just like. <laughs> I don't, I'm not I'm glad I'm glad I don't I don't do that or I can't do that even if I wanted to <laughs> um but you know um big fan of his work I'm glad I'm glad to see you know someone being able to represent uh the Hispanic community doing great things oh yeah I remember oh god there one of those spots through the table that you were talking about when I saw him against Kenny Omega where I think they got a better view on TV because I've since yeah. watched this back where like he goes over the top rope and it damn near looks like his, the back of his yeah. head hits <laughs> I the saw ring that clip. apron and I'm like wow nah. <laughs> yeah I saw that that was I think that was like one of the first few clips I saw and I'm just like <laughs> scary man <laughs> yeah and he's been uh doing some pretty good work with uh, my friends over at Warrior Wrestling out of Chicago. They seen him leaping off the stuff and I'm like, okay. I, <laughs> you, you got me hooked just off of the... Yeah. And I normally go off of that raw, intense, like Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll go right into the next guy on the list because he's very much this way. Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. So the first time I saw him, I, me- I first saw him in person back in January when um, champ- uh, Championship Wrestling did the Red Carpet Rumble here in um, in Arizona. I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't talk to him or anything because um, you know I was nervous. Uh, you know, big big name. I I didn't want to seem like you know I didn't want to go up to him. You know, I didn't want to seem like I'm interrupting him or anything like that. But um, Eddie Kingston, seeing his work in AEW, even in the Indies, um, even now in New Japan, it's nothing but amazing. He, his style scares me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like it makes me question, you know, like would I would I be able to hang with them in the ring if I were to were to ever get get a chance to work with them? So it's like just wondering <laughs> what was what, what would happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he definitely has that intense style. He's like, 
not even kidding, one of my absolute favorites right now. Between, like, you know, AEW guys like, like I said, Samoa Joe, Eddie Kingston, FTR, the guys that just that no-nonsense just knock the crap out of you guys. Even his promos. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, I just saw one that was, I believe it aired on Ring of Honor TV last night. I'm wanting to say where he talked about, you know, not wanting to be one of those world champions that just barely ever shows up. Yeah. And and you just see the look on his face and it's just like, yes, I, you you drew me in. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Next one, a guy doing some pretty big things. People are wondering, what he's going to do. But he's Senior Money in the Bank, Damian Priest. Senior Money in the Bank, Damian Priest. Um, I didn't I didn't know any of his work in the indies. I didn't know about him until once he popped up on NXT. And, you know, just the first time I saw him, I was like, okay, there's something right here. And, you know, just seeing him evolve throughout the years from when he first started NXT to where he's at now with the Judgment Day, Mr. Money in the Bank, and now he's a tag, one half of the tag team champions. Yeah. And, you know, um, I don't, and the fact that he had, you know, probably the, be- the best match of the night at Puerto Rico with Bad Bunny. Mm. Says yeah. a lot. Oh, um, I, still, I still get goosebumps thinking in, about and watching Bad Bunny's entrance from that. Oh show. yeah, yeah. I'm glad that he used the uh, Shambea instead of a uh, Booker T. I mean, I, I like the I like the his song Booker T, but um, Shambea is probably one of my favorites. He, and the oh, fact that the I, crowd was singing along with it. Oh man, every word it was just like. Ooh. Oh yeah, <laughs> nothing but goosebumps, man. Oh man, yeah. And it makes it makes it makes you like wonder as like you know a wrestler. That's probably like one of the best things as being a wrestler, like listening to the crowd, interacting like during your entrance, singing your theme song. You know, that's oh, probably yeah. like one of the best things, best feelings. Oh. oh man, I can only imagine making an entrance and having everybody like word for word along with. Oh it. yeah, like. <laughs> It would be to the point where even if I was a heel and I would hear people like it would be it would take everything in me not to like crack a smile like this is freaking oh, yeah. awesome. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I I know that's it's definitely something I would love to experience. This probably like one of the things on my bucket list. Um even yeah, again, same same here. I'll probably try try so hard not to crack a smile. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, with the name game on luchadors, I think a lot of people would be looking at me funny if I didn't have this last guy on here. Hmm. Ray Mysterio. <laughs> Ray Mysterio. Um, yeah, he was the uh, he was one of the first. You know, Luchador's I really got into is him and Eddie Guerrero. Um, I mean, back when I was little, I was a big Rey Mysterio fan. You know, I used to have like one of his masks. I had a baby blue one, and 
I don't know, especially during parties. If there's a bouncy house, mm-hmm. always wear that mask, hitting nothing but Ranas on other kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. Towards each other. Always fun. And um, I don't know. It's, I, I feel like he, I don't know what it is with him being able to connect with almost everyone. Not only people in, in the in Hispanics, you know, other, other races. You know, yeah. he just had, I don't know. It's just something about him that connects with everyone. Oh, most definitely. He, he has that unique ability that no matter the age, race, gender, whatever, yeah. he has that way of connecting with just about everybody. Yeah, no, I mean, I started watching him when he was obviously still in WWE. And then once I learned more about him, I saw more of his work in WCW. When he mm-hmm. That was when he did more of the a lot yeah. more crazy stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then even after, when he left WWE, his Lucha Underground stuff, I'm like... Oh, yeah. That was some intense stuff. And, like, rewinding even further, going back to, like, his uh, run in ECW and some of the stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. It was nothing but incredible. Oh, God, yeah. All right. Now I have some random questions. Some might be wrestling-related. Some might not be. Some might have absolutely nothing to do with anything we've talked about so far. That's <laughs> why they're random. Let's see what this year. Let's hit them. I give you the question, you give me first answer it pops in your head. Gotcha. First one, relatively young in the business, but what is the craziest in match moment of yours that you've had so far? Um Nothing too crazy, really, other than what I saw and experienced during a match I was in, which was a six-man match. And I see one of the guys in the ring go for a tope. And uh, turns out when he landed, he uh, dislocated his shoulder, I want to say. Oh, he popped something. That was one of the <laughs> – to me, I'm just watching. I'm just in the corner. I'm just like, oh, I had a good view of it, too. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, it was gnarly. Oh, God, I can only imagine being in there with them when it's happening. I know I've, I've seen some pretty crazy stuff. I've seen flaming glass. I've seen, like, this promotion's version of the Money in the Bank ladder match where one of my friends was actually involved in this moment, bridging, really? like, the, the ladder between the guardrail and the ring apron. And I really? see him. He has a guy on his back. I see him jump, ladder folds, and I'm like, mm. ouch. <laughs> I've, I've experienced that yet, so <laughs> I'm not really sure how it would feel. Yeah, no, I, I I would not even know if I'd want to even try to figure that one out. <laughs> yeah. All right, next one. If you ever won, like, a big lottery jackpot and had what I like to call Fuck it, money. What is a thing that you would get? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it would definitely just just get a house. Being be able to support. If I would have that, if I were to have that much money, I would just do nothing. The uh, but you know, support my family. Hey, that yeah. good solid choice. It's mainly because it's also just like I don't really know what what to do with that much you know like <laughs> what to buy 
other than something stupid, but it's like, why waste it? <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good solid choice. I mean, house a good choice. And then, you know, I always, I, I find it funny when people talk about, oh, you'd never be able to spend that much money. I'm like, watch me. Oh, yeah. You never know. Yeah. It's like, you give me that much money and tell me I have to spend every penny. <laughs> oh, do not tempt me with a good time. Give me like a week. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> All right. Now, what is a match type that you would like to avoid if you could? It would definitely... <laughs> It would be, I feel like people are not gonna like this answer, but it would be a death match. Okay, hey, I'm I'm a fan of death matches, but they aren't for everybody. Yeah, I mean it's like, um, you know, in death matches, it's just a lot of risks. You know, yeah, that is and it's true. Like, so it's like you you never know what could happen. The <laughs> yeah, very true. There's been like I remember watching one pretty big name in that world Hoodfoot, like he was in the match and all of a sudden the match just kind of abruptly stops Oof. and then you find out later that it was because he had a pretty nasty gash in his arm that they just decided Ugh. it was like best to just stop the match he made Thanks a full later. recovery but I remember watching that that show live and I was just like well what the heck yeah but yeah it, it's not for everybody so death matches would be one that I could see some choosing to avoid if they could and you know it's not me like dissing anyone that you know does death oh, matches yeah. you know the the fact that they're willing to put their bodies on the line to you know entertain people in the crowd you know yeah so it's like, but you know, it's not for everyone. Yeah, no, like, like I said, I I'm a fan. I know a lot of people that aren't. I remember, you know, it was as of recording this this last Monday. I was watching a show that they had a death match on there, and my wife was actually sitting right next to me, and she was just like, "Oh God, oh God, is that a carpet strip?" What is, why is that necessary? <laughs> and I was just like, this is, I was getting almost as much entertainment watching the match and her, like yeah. her reaction <laughs> to it. No, I used to, I would always used to show my mom little clips. This was like back when I was, before even training, I would always show her clips of like something, some crazy spot that would happen in a match. I would just show it to her, but yeah, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think that's oh, what, man, I think that's really what made her decide, decide not to let me train early on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Re like I said, really driving your mom nuts there. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's always fun. Oh, I, 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 I can imagine. I know I, I get a little enjoyment out of, you know, he's in my, mom a little bit you know those little jokes the little jabs no yeah, it's, uh, it's always fun that's just how my you know my family always works we always like to mess with each other oh same same <laughs> same with my in-laws right now oh wow 
Oh, good Lord. Yeah, no, you definitely don't leave your phone unlocked around my in-laws. <laughs> and here in my house, you just you, you always put your name on your food. But there's times that doesn't even matter either. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Now, well, speaking of food, everybody has a favorite and a least favorite. Me, I'm not really a picky eater. But I do have my stuff that I avoid. What would you say is a favorite and a least favorite food? Um, I'm also not really much of a picky eater, but favorite, I got to say, and this is, (laughs) I always argue with my friends about this because they always argue about this, but hands down, uh, it's my mom's tamales. Okay. And I always argue with them. She makes the best, the best ones. And I still stand by that argument. <laughs> no, I mean, even I, in my whole family, whenever they find out she's making tamales, they always ask her, hey, can you, you can make me some? No, I can understand. I know my uh, my in-laws have, there's a couple people around town that, yeah, whenever they're making some, it's like, boom. And, oh, man, some of the food at my in-laws stuff, but me, God, it's it's always between three for me. Mm. I love a good cheeseburger. Yeah, I tacos. I'm oh, give, give me a whole mess of damn tacos. And then my wife loves to tease me about this anytime we go to any Italian place. But lasagna, yeah. mm. I oh God, like we went to we went to Olive Garden not all that long ago and she's like you don't even need a menu i'm like yeah (laughs) yeah no my go-to olive garden would be the pasta alfredo that that, solid solid choice solid choice all right now you know also another thing here being relatively young in the business you have a unique perspective of getting you know getting started what is some of the best advice you have for anybody wanting to get into wrestling or we can spin this what is the best advice you've been given so far um what i've been given and this is like this is uh before my debut match and this is around the same this is in january uh i was helping out i was helping charles with his merch selling his merch and lucky enough uh, next to me i had um Navajo warrior. Mm. I had Navajo warrior next to me and, you know, me and him talk like solid. I don't even know if like 30 minutes, probably less. I, I'm not really sure. And it would just be a little conversation. Then I just went up to him. I'm just like, um, what advice would you give me <laughs> before I would have my first match? And, you know, he told me, which is, I feel like, you know, everyone should know by now it's, you know, take your time. Take your time with everything. Uh, work with the crowd. Interact with them. Don't just, you know, don't get to rush into things, you know. So always take your time. Slow down. Yeah. And so, I mean, to this day, I still I always think about that. And when it comes to giving, <laughs> I'm not really sure. It would always, it would mainly just be, you know, just do your research on the school first. Mm. Make sure the trainer you're getting, you know, knows his stuff. Um. And just be a uh, uh, what's the word? 
I guess just be teachable. Be be teachable. Be, be a sponge. You know. Yeah. And, you know, also, just me. don't don't get. I guess I guess I could say don't get overly excited. Because uh, you know, even throughout my when I was still training, I would always see some new people come in, and you know, they would. I guess they would just be overly excited with some things. You know, they would, they would be expecting to do things already, even though they haven't learned. You know, they haven't learned the roles. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, I used to, that, that, that was me when I first started too, before. Um, but even then I still, you know, kept, kept my place, learned my stuff. No, I, understandable. You don't want to, uh, get discouraged or get your hopes up thinking you're going to pick up something quick. Like some people pick it up quicker than others. Yeah. Doesn't mean that you won't get it. It's just it's take some stuff might take you a little bit longer. Yeah, I mean I've seen people come in and never come back. Maybe after a day or a week, you know, um, it's not for everyone. That, so. that, that, yeah, that that is true. Some people, I guess, don't realize that when you get in that ring and you start taking bumps, they realize, oh shit, even a simple <laughs> fall in that ring hurts. My first week, my neck was sore. <laughs> so I, I just did a pro wrestling boot camp a few years ago, mm. thinking, "Oh, this will be fun," <laughs> and it was. I'm not taking yeah. that away from it, but we we gotta you know do some stuff, running the ropes, take a couple bumps here and there. I was walking funny for a week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I felt that. My my first time taking a bump, uh, air came out. <laughs> air came out of my lungs. Uh, my neck, oh, my neck was sore. I would always forget to tuck my chin, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like uh, nothing but headaches. My neck was sore. My back hurt, obviously. Oh, and you know, it, did, it made me also realize you know the cardio that goes into wrestling mm-hmm. too. So oh like, yeah, quite quite an experience. <laughs> No, oh, yeah. Before I even did the pro wrestling boot camp for the promotion here in town, they, I asked one of my friends that, you know, wrestles for the promotion. I'm like, what's something I can do to kind of make sure my body is at least somewhat ready for what I could expect? Basically, told me cardio. The one word, cardio. Yeah. And I'm like, that's I, you know, started doing that and. I'd like to think if I didn't do the running and the cardio that I did, that I probably would have been walking funny for a little more than a week. <laughs> yeah, no, it's very recommended to, uh, if if you really think on training and doing wrestling, it's really recommended to, like, make sure you're in shape. Because, um, I mean, if you, if you just go in there and you have no type of conditioning or anything uh you're 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 gonna feel it a lot a lot worse oh yeah i i liken it a lot to how i was getting ready for navy boot camp like Mm -hmm. i was running like multiple miles a day because i'm like man i don't want to get there and be one of those that you see just getting gassed out before they even do anything no yeah i mean for me i was somewhat used to it mainly because since i did wrestling in high school 
And honestly, it's it was kind of similar. Obviously, you know, the difference is you know, the ropes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it did remind me of, you know, my time in training during uh, uh, amateur wrestling. Yeah, I mean, even the warm-ups during there, the cardio there is no joke either. You know, you could get gas pretty easily. Um, and even during the warm-ups while we're stretching, I'm already <laughs> dripping sweat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you know the the year the the time I was you know, cutting way to make way <laughs> it sucked, but um, to me it was worth it. That that's awesome. Sometimes that that hard work you put in makes the makes the times worth it. It, it make it makes it makes it feel um, like a pretty good achievement. Definitely, definitely, especially for me because you know when I started you know wrestling in high school, I. I want to say I was around like 240, 230. And, you know, and I went down to like 188. So to me, uh, it was a, it was a pretty proud achievement of mine being yeah. able to drop that weight. And, you know, it gave me, it gave, it gave me somewhat more confidence in myself being able to make that weight. So oh, I, I bet it did. Well, that is about all I have, but before we go, where can people find you social media-wise so if they don't already have their eyes on you, they can go ahead and get them there? So on Instagram, it is at thechuygonzalez4. Facebook, just Chewy Gonzalez. Twitter, or X, I don't know what to call it now. <laughs> yeah. It is uh, el jefe underscore Chewy. All and right, we you can also find my matches on YouTube, Chuy uh, Gonzalez. Yep, we'll get all that in the description. Like you said, that is about all I have. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me tonight, and best well, of luck you. out there, getting keeping everything going with the good job you're doing so far in your wrestling career. Thank you, thank you.